The reading is from Matthew, chapter 6, verses 9 to 15. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. This is the word of the Lord. When we pray, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven, what do we mean? Last week, the text we looked at was, your kingdom come, and this week follows with, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Separately, they are both quite difficult to get your head around. One way to get a clearer picture is to keep them together. Your kingdom come is an end that we look forward to, and it gives context to the words which follow. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, which in turn reciprocate, shedding light on the kingdom to come. Your your kingdom come. According to Mark, Jesus launches his public ministry by announcing the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. If we are to enter and live in God's kingdom, we must repent, turn around and go in the opposite direction of our self-centered inclinations in order to follow Jesus. It is clear that the kingdom was central to the message of Jesus and this kingdom is something we are bound to try and understand. There are some puzzling facts. Jesus speaks of the kingdom in three different ways. Once on being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed, nor will people say, here it is or there it is, because the kingdom of God is in your midst. It's a present, it's reality, it's here and now. On other occasions, he said that Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets were in the kingdom. Clearly, the kingdom goes far back into history. It exists And it has for a long time. Yet the Lord tells us to pray for his kingdom to come. We find the key to this problem in the Lord's Prayer. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Let us set them side by side. Your kingdom come, your will be done as it is in heaven. The second phrase explains and amplifies and defines the first. The kingdom of God is a society, a realm 
on earth where God's will is as perfectly done as it is in heaven. Here we have an explanation of how the kingdom of God can be past, present and future all at the same time, so to speak. Anyone at any time in history who perfectly did God's will was within the kingdom. Anyone who perfectly does God's will is within the kingdom. But since the world is far from being a place where God's will is perfectly and universally done, the accomplishment, the completion, the perfection of the kingdom is still in the future. And for its coming, the Lord commands us to pray. Your will be done. We have learned to say the Lord's Prayer from childhood. We can easily recite your kingdom come, your will be done. It's in our memory. What are we thinking? What is our tone? Sometimes this part of the prayer is understood as a passive response rather than a call to action. One could be resigned to the fact that God's will will be done. It is certain. I concur. I'm on your side, Lord. It's a big step up from giving God our good wishes to commitment. When we pray, your will be done. We are not resigning ourselves to fate, but praying that God's perfect purpose will be accomplished in this world as well as in the next. And how does God accomplish his will on earth? He does it largely through people willing to obey him. This part of the prayer allows us to offer ourselves as doers of God's will, asking him to guide, lead, and give us the means to accomplish his purposes. If we pray it in obedience, in perfect love and trust, prayed gladly and willingly, no matter what that will might be, we can be sure of two things, the wisdom and the love of God. If my car develops a fault, I take it to the garage and describe the problem. I'd rather not advise on how it should be fixed. So I might say to the mechanic, do what you think is best, because the expert knows best. God is the expert in life and his guidance can never lead anyone astray. As Paul wrote to the church in Rome, he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously, graciously give us all things? Your will be done is a prayer of obedience not resignation. But note, there's a cost. Submitting to the ways of Jesus won't help us make friends with the world. Instead, we'll be joining a revolution against the kingdoms of the world. On heaven, on earth as in heaven, we pray for God's kingdom to break in here and now, not simply in some far-off future that we never expect to see on this side of eternity, 
as surely as Jesus has come and this world has already experienced a resurrection, we know that the coming of God's kingdom is inevitable. But our prayer is that we will experience more and more signs of this kingdom in this life, just as we know them fully, just as we will know them fully in the life to come. By his death, resurrection and ascension, Jesus has broken the power of evil and he reigns in power. The battle has been won. But the war on earth is not over. God's will is not universally and perfectly done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray that the kingdom of God will advance in orderly and around and in our families and among our friends, across the nation, among the marginalised and the powerful. And shouldn't we pray the same among the people with whom we don't have much in common and right around the world? On earth as in heaven, we ask in this prayer that the kingdom of God may come about in and among those we pray for. Why does God want his disciples of the Church of Audley to pray, your will be done? He doesn't need our prayers to achieve what he wants to achieve. Why pray like this? Often, I enter prayer as though the priority is me and my little world, and my will. The Lord's Prayer begins with the Father's name, his kingdom, and his will. If we pray as the Lord has shown us, confirming our desires to the Father's, then prayer can be a big part of our sanctification process. Now, if churchy words are not our strong point, Sanctify means to wash, cleanse, even set aside for a special purpose. God sanctifies. He transforms a person, making them fit for a holy purpose. Sanctification includes a change of heart, a desire to love God and other people. True prayer delivers us from our natural selfishness. Probably the short prayer that delivers us most from the rule of self is your will be done. By pledging this, we are renouncing our own wills and committing to actively doing God's will and becoming more like Jesus. We bend our desires to that of the Almighty. It is here that we choose to trust God, even when circumstances are difficult. And they can be difficult and make no sense to us. In praying, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven, we ask God to save us from any unwillingness to learn God's will and embrace God's kingdom to save us from choosing our own plans and desires and to save us from trying to limit the scope of God's purposes.
It's not a passive prayer. It's an active prayer. And if we pray it actively, we mean include me. Your will be done starting with me. Thus we invite God to conquer us. And that is scary. Though not as scary as walking outside of God's will. Actually, it's exciting. Praying for God's will to be done. To pray for God's will to be done means that we cannot pray for anything immoral. We should not pray for grace to cheat or not test or or not get caught in a lie. Prayer is about God's will and therefore true prayer, true prayer is always moral and conforms to God's will. James chapter 4 tells us, you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly. So So you can spend it on your own passions. 1 John 5 tells us that whatever we, that whenever we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. That's really what Christ meant when he called us to pray in his name. It doesn't mean to tack his name on the end of our prayers. It means that we pray in line with his character and purpose. To pray God's will be done is to commit ourselves to reading studying, memorizing, and applying scripture. It also means praying for others to do the same. It also means we pray for God's commands to be obeyed throughout the world, especially in areas where they are disregarded. To pray your will be done on earth as in heaven is to rebel against the worldly idea that sin is normal and inevitable and should therefore be accepted or at least tolerated. It is to rebel against the world system of ungodliness, the dishonouring and rejecting of Christ and also the disobedience of believers. Impotence in prayer leads us, however unwillingly, to strike a truce with wrong. To pray as it is in heaven means that people would obey God's will joyfully. In heaven, God's will is not done with bitterness. It is not done out of resignation, like one who was defeated by God. Fine, Lord, your will be done. No, it is done with joyful obedience. To pray this prayer is to pray that people would obey God just as they do in heaven. To pray for God's will to be done means we submit to God's perfect wisdom and sovereignty even when going through trials. We see this with Christ's prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. There he prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me, yet not my will but yours be done. As he considered bearing the sins of the world, and being separated from God, he asked God if there was another way. Certainly, Christ knew that this was the only way. He previously declared that he came to give his life as a ransom for many. 
wasn't the reason he prayed this way, to set an example. Christ is our example in prayer. When we encounter hard times and difficulties, which is part of God's sovereign will, let's trust and submit to God. It will conform us into the image of his Son. Like Job, could we pray, Lord, you give and you take away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Could we cry out in faith, Lord, I trust you, your will be done. God has promised to meet all our needs, but not all our wants. Let us pray, your will be done. It is a prayer that says, where you lead is always best. Proverbs 3 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. Can we submit to God's will no matter the situation? To pray like this means that we pray for God's final kingdom where the Father's will is always done. We say it with, your kingdom come. And we repeat and flesh it out with, your will be done on earth as in heaven. We are praying for the will of the king to be done on the earth. It looks forward to the coming of Christ and the time when all people will know Christ and obey him. There'll be no more murder, discord or lies. There will be complete righteousness, peace and joy throughout all generations. In conclusion, prayer is not getting what we want, but becoming what God wants us to be. It's about being reformed and transformed, whether we are seekers or mature disciples. It bends our wants to God's wants. We ask God to save us from any unwillingness to learn God's will and embrace God's kingdom, to save us from choosing our own plans and desires, and to save us from, being of, of, from trying to limit the scope of God's purposes. Does that sound like a safe choice to you? Are we willing to practice what we pray? Isn't it clear that the most important thing in the world is to obey the will of God? And the most important words are, your will be done. This prayer, the Lord's Prayer, is radical, demanding and costly and it leads us to eternal bliss. That's the consistent message of Jesus in his teaching about the kingdom of God. Praying for God's will to be done is a sanctifying grace for us individually. It delivers us from pride and selfishness and conforms us into God's image. Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.